0: Cares to our our, but, but our nervous no, system. Notions
1: notions of beauty change over time and and by geography, right? So,
0: um, so, they do, but don't they just they kind of rhyme? They they'll they'll be different. I I totally agree, and I've you've seen them be different over the years. Um, like what you see like
1: a Bot, Botticelli kind of babe? Yeah, right? like yeah, yeah. she's not gonna make it, you know. She's, <laughs> Wouldn't it be viable as like a you know kind of was uh, OnlyFans uh, uh, kind of uh, model, right? Or like a Insta, you know, person.
0: Hey, right? Um, She might finds the niche now. Like, there's there's a lot of people out there. uh, Good
1: point. Yeah. Good point.
0: one weird thought with kiran and vj i'm today's host kiran and with me i've got Vijay. what's going on hi everybody well
1: i'm really excited about uh today's topic here uh it looks like you've been uh, having weird thoughts
0: oh of course as usual um i'm in the, i'm in portland right now so like the the city of weird thoughts so i'm kind of Ex- i'm like experiencing many as i walk down the streets here hmm
1: mm. You know what, I thought it would be interesting for people to kind of get a sense of, you know, the fans are probably wondering what goes on with us, you know, and what our real lives are about. Oh, yeah. Uh, beyond the boundaries of, of weird thoughts. So do you want to share a, a day in the life of?
0: Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, today I mm-hmm. I started waking up at like five thirty, six, 6. And that's just to get a jump on my daughter, right? Because she wakes up at huh? Seven. Once she wakes up, you know, I, I get nothing done. Um, so I wake up a little bit early, get whatever I need to do on the computer done. And then I wake up um, and then my daughter wakes up. Uh, Nruti, I got to stay in bed a little bit longer. Um, Nruti, my wife. And yeah, uh, that's the start of the day. Today, I got to have coffee with uh, an old friend of mine in in the city. And so i went I went down to the city took, rode the metro back um it was great uh but that's this is like a regular day when we don't have travel plans uh and then this week we're going to travel to l a on Friday, and then the next time we we release a podcast, I'll probably be in Guatemala, so this week pretty eventful
1: i mean this is this is like'. A i I feel like I'm your straight man. Yeah. So you go all over the place and every single one I do I do from right here. Same thing so nice every single time. It's uh <laughs> consistent. In fact, if it just deviates slightly it kinda of screws me up a bit. I feel like you're built for dynamic. You know oh, um, man.
0: every single time though, VJ, I have to I have to redo my entire setup. Like I think I think I've only Recorded in the same place, maybe three times. I think max three times. Otherwise, every other week I'm moving. <laughs> Since we've done so, this, um,
1: so people are probably wondering, you know, how exciting is Vijay's life? Well, let me, exactly. Let me share. Give the people um, what they want, VJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, woke up. Uh, didn't sleep well last night. Actually, didn't. Uh, fall asleep till about 3am so woke up uh, around uh, 8.30 a big day ahead of us today because uh, my uh, oldest son uh, is moving out for the summer he's gone to LA he's going to go work uh, as a pest control person for the next four months in in LA so he's uh, living history and so, idea um, was
0: this. Did you send him away for the summer?
1: No, no. It was I, 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 no. It, it was all his idea. Some of his friends are going as well. Um, Whoa, that's kind of they, cool. They've got they've got a place, and they're going to directly work really hard. So, um,
0: <laughs> you seem very uh, doubtful of this.
1: Yeah, no, but it's weird. Like the company's like super organized. The company actually puts them up in furnished accommodation, gives them a pest control truck. Uh, and the uh, uniform and yeah, yeah sends him out so uh, so yeah we were helping him prepare you know he hadn't actually done much preparation for the last few months uh, so it was, it was exciting today uh, and that was it you know we dropped him off waved him goodbye you know an emotional goodbye at
0: least. that that explains the difficulty sleeping last time VJ. it's 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 hard maybe to maybe that's what
1: it was yeah, yeah maybe let, that's let what it kids was
0: go. yeah, yeah. You know, our baby
1: blown the nest. bathed oh. him off at the airport.
0: All this stuff. He's
1: gone now. Well, he's actually gone to his grandmother's house now. He's going to be <laughs> staying at my parents' house for a week before he, before he actually strikes out on his own. You know, one step at a time. You know. Yeah. So, uh, you go uh, from the nest. Uh, yeah, that, that's to the, the thing
0: slightly. You know, um, the, the nearest nest. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he he's just changed nest. He's changed nest. Upgrade to, okay, to a com- more comfortable nest, um, a less demanding nest. Um, but we're not here to talk about nest today, Karen. I think no, we're uh, not. You've had a you've had a weird thought. You need to so the weird
0: people. thought, yes, it centres around men grooming, and it's been on my mind recently, Vijay, because um, as you know, I have a pretty large beard at this point. As well as long hair, and my hair is the longest I've ever kept it in my life. So it's it's kind of this new change for me, where I I started caring about how I look fairly recently, from what I remember. Um, I always kind of like appreciated. I, I I've always had a very healthy ego, Vijay, and I I've always thought I'm uh, I'm a catch, as they would say. But only recently have I started you know, oiling my beard, potentially uh, braiding my hair even. Um, it's all a bit much. And so I, I decided this week to kind of explore that in The One Weird Thought. So have, have you ever been into, like, really into personal grooming, Vijay?
1: You know, I'm too lazy here. Like, I kind of go through periods where I care more. Um, uh, but, you know, Generally speaking, like I'm too lazy to keep the system with
0: them and the app into it. I mean, you know, to, be, um, to be fair, that's how the beard came about, right? Like, I was just yeah. too lazy to shave, and so it got longer and longer. And then at some point, it's more worse than it than if I just shaved, like, nearly every day. Um, so I, I have a couple questions on this. Question
1: one is, is Inritia New you pre-beard... Correct. And now with beard. Yeah. Does she feel like you're a different person with the beard?
0: I think so because I've been, I'll be honest, I've been getting some compliments recently where Nathya kind of looks at me and she's like, wow, you're really trying, you're really owning this and um, I'm starting to feel myself, EJ. It's pretty good. Oh, good for you. now the question
1: I have for you is do you feel like feel Like the beard makes people think, like, suppose you walked into a room, met some people, converse with them a bit, and then, some way, somehow, you're able to walk out of the room, get rid of the beard, come back in. Yeah, would those people see you the same way as the same person? Would you feel like the beard basically actually is your personality in some way? It it Ooh. tells people something
0: about you. I mean, it definitely augments my personality. I I can't uh, <laughs> deny that. It definitely changes my interactions. I I once had a development manager that I worked with, who, on seeing me clean shaven for the first time, could not could no longer take me seriously as a as a as a colleague. And however unprofessional that was, I I, I really couldn't hold it against disagree with him because I did look. Like I just just gone to college, like I was I looked like a freshman, um yeah, I, I feel
1: like this this you see the beard gives you an interface, right, so like when we first see you, yeah, see you through the beard, and then the way we interact with you is colored by the beard, right? so well, like, therefore you, you know me pre beard
0: as well, right, BJ?
1: yes, yes, I have. and. The beard hasn't changed us. We could have done one with or without the beard, too, and it would have been just as effective, I think. That's more true. Or ineffective, depending on your perspective. We, we,
0: would have been, we would have been just two men, whereas now we're two men in a beard. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, maybe,
1: maybe the beard gives us more, more cred.
0: I I don't know. I think it does. I think it does. It's probably good for uh, at least one viewer. Right? I would think at yeah. least one viewer has stuck around because of the beard. Also they the stuck beard. around to the podcast, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I wanted to explore grooming in this week's One Weird Thought. And as I was doing so, um, I kind of ended up touching on a number of topics, including uh, men em- men's emotional variance, uh, the range of our emotions, as well as potentially how um selling our our aesthetic appeal as men has also somehow caused us to to lose some of it the the fable i wrote on oh, sorry on the what, subset, what is it that
1: we what is it that we've lost
0: i kind of feel like we've lost the and i think we're fi- coming we're we're finding it again vijay but I think as men, for many years, uh, we lost a sense of aesthetics that works for everyone. Um, Like, when I see the the males of other species, and I'm talking about Mm. the peacock, I'm Mm. talking about the lion, the mandrel, these are all very aesthetically bombastic animals, right? They're like... The males of, that spe- of those species are the, they're beautiful, they, they care about their appearance. Um, you know, peacocks famously spend a long time I don't know if that's true actually spend a long time grooming their feathers. Um, but there are other birds, uh, specifically, I think the bird of paradise, that will spend a long time just grooming their feathers because they, they find it pleasing. And um, <clears throat> as men, I, do, I don't think we do that anymore. Of, of the human and
1: you you say anymore that which I find an interesting kind of
0: phrase. <laughs> yeah i I guess we there's no historical evidence for this purely fable um but if you kind of go by the other animals, I think we probably spent a disproportionate time grooming ourselves in the distant past compared to Well,
1: not. how much of that do you, how much of that do you think is I mean, if you look at the purpose of that like, grooming for those animals, right, it's to show healthiness and suitability for mating purposes. Yeah. And for humans, right, um, like if you're trying to assess us for the suitability for mating, I, I've been thinking about this lately. Like, I wonder if, like, kind of like the male models of the future look like Bill Gates. Yeah. Right, because because like if you're trying to assess a mate. Or you know viability, right like like their ability to make money is you know is is gonna play a role there, right, so yeah, this would be a useful mate because this person can, can i mean uh, acquire goods and services for
0: us, that would I be true think. if that that mating drive um was not baked into our hardware right. Like it does seem like humans uh, a lot of the the interactions that shape like early signs of uh, a match are are just baked in, and then while we've changed our software and like now the the signals for success are uh, money, uh, power, whatever. like right? there's intelligence, um, those still don't appeal at like a physical level. And until we change that, which I don't know if can ever be changed, right? Because we still have uh, different layers to our our, but, but our nervous no, system. Notions
1: notions of beauty change over time and and by geography, right? So, um, so.
0: They do, but don't they just they kind of rhyme? They they'll they'll be different. I I totally agree, and I've you've seen them be different over the years. Um, like what you see, what? like a
1: Botticelli kind of babe, yeah, right? Like yeah, yeah. she's not going to make it, you know. She <laughs> wouldn't have been viable as like a, you know kind of was a OnlyFans uh, uh, kind of a model, right? Or like a Insta, you know, person.
0: Hey, right? It, um, she might finds the niche now. Like there's there's a lot of people out there. Uh,
1: good point. Yeah. Good point. Um. um The other thing I was going to say was, you know, I remember I always thought like, I, don't know, I, don't, you, you, I read your article and I think your dad always had a, a beard that was trimmed, right? Yeah. That was your dad's look. So my, I mean, my dad was always clean shaven. He
0: was fully clean shaven? He didn't even keep a mustache? Uh,
1: yeah. I, my, my, I've seen pictures of my dad with like a pencil mustache, but I was... Mm. From before I was born, as best I can tell, and well the thing, that, <clears throat> the thing that's uh, I, I remember, like kind of as I was getting a little bit older, like kind of getting to my teenage years yeah. and a little bit later, like, oh gosh, I gotta shave every day, every day.
0: So much work, and
1: yeah. And I don't, and I remember like, like, I'm sure one day I'll start shaving every day too, and it just didn't pan out like that, and. You know, my dad put a lot of effort into his appearance. We have a picture of him mowing the lawn, wearing a, uh, a shirt and tie. What? Yeah. Uh, oh. Because it was it
0: was
1: England. It was England in the 60s. Right.
0: That's true. I and mean, my the, my thesis is look- flawed in many ways, VJ. <laughs> if you if you didn't, uh, I feel like we could go go all day poking holes in it. Because yeah, those those guys were like dapper. 60s. They cared a lot. Exactly.
1: Yeah, like it, like kind of perception match, right? And um, yeah, I, I think for them it wasn't just about being attractive to the opposite sex. It was about stature in society, right? Like being perceived as as somebody who was somebody.
0: But that's the funny thing about male fashion is it's just as much, if not more, for men as it is for for women, right? Um, like, if you look at the the biggest male role models, there's a good case to be made that they actually appeal more to other men than to other women. Give, like give the, an example of that. Like, let's say classic, like, Sylvester Stallone, like, real big yeah. dudes, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Those Walt are Sanger. guys... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are dudes that, like, dudes look up to. But, like... A lot of women I know don't really find that particular body type the most attractive. That's
1: a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, So do you want to
0: talk a little bit about The Fable? Yeah, let me just tee up The Fable real quick because we've gone 17 minutes in and uh, if you Mm -hmm. haven't read The Fable, none of it really makes sense. So in, in large... In large strokes, uh, in the fable, all the all the male animals of the animal kingdom many, many years ago uh, had to learn three specific things before they come of age. And it was all geared towards uh, finding a mate, right? The first one was how to decorate a stage. Uh, and I go through a couple examples of animals that, you know, learn how to decorate a stage. The elephant would rip out uh, the ground with their tusks. They would seem really powerful and intimidating. Uh, The bird of paradise uh, pulls out every single green leaf from the backdrop so that their own green uh, shines in comparison, stuff like that. Um, The second thing they learn is how to properly adorn themselves as well as look aesthetically pleasing. Um, and that is, uh, for the, for the human, uh, it it was to learn how to, you know, properly groom themselves. But also we had a very special ability in the long, long ago where, uh, men were able to change the color of their face based on their emotions. Uh, and this is kind of an evolved form of what, like what a mandrel can do, which is a I think like a relative of the baboon or something like that, where they have very strong facial pigmentation. So if you look at a picture of a mandrel, they've got got a bright red nose and blue cheeks. And when they get angry, the the color pops even more. So humans actually had an even more evolved or even more nuanced form of that, where if you get sad uh, or experience sorrow... Uh, your face can go blue. And if you experience uh, uh, anger, rage, uh, excitement even, it can be red. So um, you have to learn how to control that when you reach maturity. And then in uh, the third thing you have to learn is the dance. And every animal had a different dance that they used. Um, and they kind of go through that. And basically what ends up happening is, uh the conflict of that age stems from uh a particularly great human dancer uh and the dude is just killing it extremely emotionally aware so he's able to go from you know blue to red to crimson all sorts of hues in between so he's very emotionally sound uh has a lot of internal awareness um and he like through you know numerous mating rituals he has too many wives he doesn't need to use this the he doesn't need to use his powers for uh, good anymore and he decides hey I need to like teach people how to do this and then barring that I need to actually sell them something so that their lives are easier so then he he starts selling uh, he realizes that his pigment is so strong in his face when he when he you know displays the proper emotion that he's able to imprint it on the masks and so he starts producing masks one by one and he starts selling them to the youth. Now, as business starts booming, he kind of gets his sons involved and then they start doing the same thing and then their descendants. And what ends up yeah. happening is after a couple generations, people just stop trying to learn how to, um, you know, control their emotions. They just start using the masks instead. I, uh, sorry, I, I want
1: to understand the business model Kevin, for, the ma- for the mask.
0: Right, so uh, this, is, this is key. Yeah. Go ahead. So, so this guy is, you know,
1: you as as a consumer, am I buying a set of masks? Does I have a mask yeah. for
0: every emotion? That's a great point, and I I think the answer is obviously yes. Um, if I they, were, he has to.
1: Right?
0: He has to. Now remember the there's a choice here. You can either spend years perfecting uh, your internal awareness so that you can generate the proper colors yourself, or you can just buy the mask for fifteen ninety nine, and then um, right. there so you go. Here's,
1: here's my question for you. In order for me to know which mask to pull out, I would have had to have that internal awareness in the first
0: place. Not necessarily, right? Because at this point, you're just faking the emotion by wearing the mask, but you'll still look good on stage. So they still will have to learn how to ah. dance, and they'll be in the... But they just kind of have to... Um, yeah they just have they'll they'll be that that way on stage
1: I see okay so um actually it'd be interesting for for the creative arts then because one of the things that makes watching a movie interesting mm-hmm. is watching watching an actor remote right? but now because of these masks. Whenever there's a requirement for a specific type of emotion, everybody's putting up the same mask, regardless of which movie you're watching.
0: And you have to remember, though, in the long, long ago, because color was tied so much to emotion, people also took all their cues from the color. So it was highly important.
1: Right, I see.
0: So they probably had expressions... Uh, Vijay, I I can see the business model evolving even more, where um, not only did he have colors for every occasion, but he also had the expression built into the mask. So he's selling, what, 5, 10, 20 masks per person back in the day? That's that's a fortune.
1: Actually, and if each mask is individualized, so it's not just I've got a sad emotion. I've got a sad emotion that's customized to my particular being. So that's no, that's absolutely.
0: Map. That's absolutely how I think he started. He was doing custom masks, but what I would postulate is his son, his middle son, um, from maybe his tenth wife or something like that. I think son number twenty-three took over the business, mm-hmm. and he wanted to ramp up production. So then he starts building in the, the factory line, right? Mm-hmm. So he's got maybe five, ten masks being produced. Uh, simultaneously, and uh, he he has no time for personalization anymore. So he's just churning out masks, and he's he's still able to sell them as fast as he can make them because there's just so many uh, so many youths who don't want to spend you know five ten years learning all this emotional stuff. They just want to get the mask, get the girl, and be done right. So mm-hmm. they sell lots of masks. Um, the problem is. They still need men to actually dye the masks.
1: It would right? be interesting because now, as a
0: woman, yeah, you now have an
1: expectation of maybe what happens is like, Can you believe that he pulled out mask one A when he should have pulled out mask two A? <laughs> like that's right. You know, they're kind of like you know, they're kind of like messaging back and forth. with Oh their man! Masks. So <laughs> you think
0: it's like a secondary skill that people have to learn with these masks now?
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it kind of like invades the culture, right? Like, um,
0: yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it may think, be true.
1: Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about uh, how we bring this to the business world? Ger?
0: Yeah. So we were thinking, uh, based on a similar mask idea. Um, I and we'll we'll try and tie back the fable at the end because there's there is an ending here, but it's so hard. Uh, here's the problem today, Vijay. It's it's so hard for people to get the proper emotions across in a in a Zoom call, right? You get so much from body language. You get so much from um, uh, words, intonation, the way things are said. And today, with you know, somewhat uh, webcams have gotten good, but they're not great, and you can't see all of a person when they're when they're talking. So, what Vijay and I were thinking. Is we could bring this level of emotional awareness into the 21st century. And um, we have sentiment analysis built into our video software so that the person on the other side immediately gets a nuanced picture of how you're feeling. And what better way uh, than to encode that in color uh, and then just like filter the entire person's face? So you'll know when someone's angry because the entire screen turns red, or we can actually make it really customized and like just just their face turns red, um, and you you know when someone's sad and all the other colors, uh, jealous, uh, scared, you know. What do you okay. think? I
1: have, I have a admin tool saying question for this. Yeah. yeah. Um, is it controllable
0: with
1: What if I don't want you to
0: know how I feel? No, no. I I, it off? I I say this is basically run on the recipient, like because they're the ones trying to make uh-huh. sense of what someone's, uh, but, what the other person's but saying. But what if I right?
1: don't want you to know
0: that I feel jealous? Then you have to turn off your camera and mic.
1: What if, what if you get into a weird feedback loop? Because
0: today, when I'm on Teams,
1: yeah, the bottom right corner is a picture, is a video stream of me. And then if I'm seeing myself being colored in a particular way.
0: Oh, like, no, no, is, you you never see your own color in like a video call, right? But
1: but what if you did?
0: Ooh. It could either, A, mess you up. It'll really mess people up, I think. Like someone's trying to project confidence. Yeah, yeah. And you project confidence and you look scared and it actually like colors you scared. It's a bad look.
1: But then do you think people then start switching off their cameras more because they don't want this. They don't want you to know how they really feel.
0: Yeah. Are you proposing the opposite, Vijay? Do you think it, it's better if it's done on the recording side and you have full control over the emotion?
1: Um. Well, you wouldn't be able to, just practically speaking, right, during the course of dialogue, it'd be very hard to kind of like tweak as you go. But, you know, if you could tweak as you go, you could say, hey, look, I want to project a sense I'm really into you right now, right? Um, That's true. I want to dial that up more than I might actually feel.
0: I'm almost picturing, like, you know those mouse balls? You know those ball mouses that some people use? Yeah. Um, Yeah. You just have one around your desk so that it's like an additional emotion on top of what you're saying and how you're saying it. And you just, you give yourself a slight hue to accentuate points.
1: Oh, I kind of, that
0: I like. You
1: get what I'm, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, now it's like, it's actually helping me communicate the feeling that I want you to understand
0: about how I feel right now.
1: Exactly. As opposed to you, the system, this machine automatically deciding how I feel right now and sharing how I feel with this other person, even though I don't necessarily want to share it with them right now. Because imagine you're in a one-on-one with your
0: boss. Yeah, that's kind of terrible.
1: Yeah. Right. There's so many different ways this turns into an HR problem.
0: No, I agree. Um, I mean, listen, this entire episode for our loyal listeners, I, I, I do, um, I do thank you for sticking with us here. But like this entire episode is a is a gross HR violation, right? Um, yes. Yeah. So. But I think you, I think you saved it with the ball. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, think, I think so too. The ball really. Ooh, yeah, I, that's um, that's emotional consent, Vijay. That you by installing the ball, you are basically in charge of the emotion that you present out to the people.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it it allows you to give more than you're actually giving.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it listen, it's hard sometimes to convey what you're trying to say, how you're trying to say it, uh, in a pro- yeah. in the right way. To other people, and so this whole um, actually kind of liking this color system.
1: I'm I'm, yeah. The more I think about it too, like you know, another way it could help is with uh, race issues. You know how like um, uh, like there are studies done where people are perceived negatively, like based on their race. Yeah. Right, and you know they're perceived as being more angry than they are, right? Right. Um, Or you know more immune to pain as if they are in reality, right? So if you're of one of those races, right now, you have a way for, no, 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 look, I'm
0: I'm I'm actually actually sad. I'm not angry. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm
1: just, I'm sad. You know, I know that, you know, your kind of racist filter makes this look angry. What you should be feeling is, as per the ball, is me feeling sad, you know, uh, about this. Oh,
0: yeah, and bored versus uh, actually content or happy you know like yeah, I, know, yeah, yeah. I know some people just the bored expression is uh on my face a lot and it is what it is mm-hmm. some, sometimes that's just how it is um i like this idea we should bring this to the business world
1: yes yeah yeah i think there's there's, there's something we could do with this
0: listen the number <laughs> of corporate misunderstandings that could be solved with proper emotional awareness uh is is astronomical but I guess, like, there is another, in another sense, uh, having that level of emotional awareness is tough. Um, so this is more like an emotional projection device. So it's like what you want to have rather than what yeah, you actually yeah, feel. Yeah, what you want
1: to project, yeah.
0: It's what you want to project,
1: yeah. yeah. I-, I wonder if we could drive up the GDP of the world. I wonder how many bad business mistakes happen Because of misunderstanding of,
0: I mean, human emotion is so complicated, right? It's hard to tell what someone else is feeling. Uh, I mean, because it's just hard to tell even what you're feeling a lot of the time. So, yeah.
1: Well, actually, there's there's a lot of truth to because you know our tools so great. It's not just you with your ball, right? It's but on the receiving end. Goes through a filter of of who the recipient is. So suppose oh. I've I've pumped up my sadness to six points. Yeah. Right. Um. And there are three people on the call. So two of those they might see it as a six. Right. But one of those might see it as a seven. Right. Uh, uh. Because because of the way they're wired. Right. So um. It customizes. Right, we should. We can make the world a much better place.
0: I think any tool that builds empathy would be cool. So, I. I think we should do some research into this. See if like other people have done emotional. I mean, the the connection between emotions and color is not new, but um, mm. I wonder if people have done this sort of product type thing. Well, well to, listeners, if you if you can back this Kickstarter we'll we'll get the show on the road.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll get started.
0: We'll get start started immediately. The <laughs> the emotional. Uh, yeah, um, and um well, but I mean in the end in the fable uh due to like numerous events, men just lose their ability to to uh project color onto their faces. Um, and it just kind of, I didn't really have, uh, as much to, to say about it as, um, I wish. So if you have more thoughts and ideas for, you know, male fashion, grooming, aesthetics, and how, how strange it is today, uh, you know, shoot us an email and, uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts because as I was telling Vijay last week, I don't really know when I'm gonna cut my hair because it's it's super long now. Like it's down I wanna say like to my shoulders. Um I like tying it up but it's getting unwieldy. So do I keep this going? Um I'm I'm struggling to figure out how I feel about it, so um send in but, your send thoughts. Kevin,
1: it it sounds to me like what you're asking our listeners is should you shave your beard or not? And based on the feedback
0: you get, no, no, I'm, not not the beard, not the beard which I can't <laughs> let go. The beard is my identity at this point.
1: Oh, it all comes down to Irene's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Irene says it's got to go. We're like, wow, every single uh, listener said it's got to go, Karen.
0: Oh no, oh no. Let's let's not. Uh, Listen, Vijay, we have tens of listeners at this point, so I don't right. want to alienate them all. Uh, but the Irene is definitely our, our super listener at this point. Right, that's
1: right. All right, well, uh, this is really fun, Kevin.
0: Yeah, it was good. I, um, I really appreciate talking through these things with you, Vijay. You always provide a, a new perspective on things. And, uh, yeah, um, please follow in Irene's footsteps and comment on the Substack. Like, share, and subscribe our Substack. Hey, and Substack has this new feature now called notes. So we're gonna Vijay and I are gonna be a little more, uh, a little more uh, adventurous with that with that one. And so we're gonna post more on Substack. So we hope to see you there. Um, yeah. So till next time. See you. Thanks, everybody. So Bye. Bye.